everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Raw Before Christ. And I have a guest here with me today. Her name is Shahana. And she will be helping me through part two of our episode Ooh. that we started, Sexual Desires. And um, Lord yeah. help us. <laughs> We're going to get through this. We're going to laugh through this <laughs> more than likely, but we'll get through it. Yes. All right. So as we normally do, we always start with a word of prayer. So I'm going to ask Shahana if she would love to open up in prayer. Surely. All right. Let's just bow our heads in reverence. Father, we come before your presence just to give you thanks, to worship your name and to praise you. Lord, you are indeed worthy of all praise. Lord, we ask that as we are about to begin this podcast episode, that you will be in our midst, that everything that we do, God, will bring glory and honor to your name. I pray, almighty God, that no matter what topics come up during this discussion, God, that you will help us through it, that you will be glorified, mighty God. Father, you have called us for such a time as this, God, to help your people to grow closer to you, to walk, almighty God, in your right steed, Father. And I pray that you will just continue to Pour out your Holy Spirit into us. Help us, O oh God, to do the work that you have called us to do. In your mighty name, I pray. Amen. 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 So, I don't quite remember where I left off. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> because I just remember that that night, the Holy Spirit kind of just told me to start recording, and I just started recording. Maybe we should start from the conversation we had that led to that podcast. <laughs> um, let me see if I remember everything. So uh, I think Carisha texted me or messaged me to say, bro, what is happening? And she kind of just relayed what, <laughs> relayed what she was experiencing. And um, she, I think she was struggling more so with the call of the Holy Spirit to actually do the podcast. And, you know, as she was explaining to me what was happening, I was like, you already know what you got to do. Fam. <laughs> and I, there were several things happening. It's not just talking about sexual desires and the things that we struggle with, but it's also being obedient to the call of the Holy Spirit and lead, um, doing as you are led. So she was struggling with two things at the same time. And she was obedient. She did the podcast and... <coughs> She struggled. <laughs> and she was raw, but she got she got through it and it was a really good episode like most of her episodes are. And um I was listening to the podcast on my way home, dropped off my son and I was listening to it. And I paused it because something said to me, text Carisha and tell her that we're probably going to have to do another episode and I'll be willing to help her. And as I continued to listen through the podcast, she said it in the podcast that um, if anybody wants to help, if, you know, this is not just a topic for me to discuss. If there's anybody who has any input, just let me know. And I was like, bruh. So here we are. Episode number two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, here we are. So I don't know. You're married. I'm not. <laughs> so, <laughs> obviously, there are two different sides to the coin. 
There are. And it's not just about being married because I feel like sexual desires and arousal and all of those things, the dynamic of it changes when you're in a relationship versus when you're single and dating or courting. It's a whole different ballgame, honestly. And um, how I deal with those desires is going to be completely different from how Carisha or any other <laughs> single person will yeah. or should. Um, we can actually, I can go back to before I got married and what it was like for me during that time um, and see maybe if that helps. I think that would be helpful. Other young people. Um, just a little bit of backstory. I met my husband in church shortly after I gave my life to God and it's so funny that I had no desires at the time to be married. I had no desires to be in a relationship. I, Once I got saved and said, you know, I'm going to serve God, that's what I wanted to do completely. Just be sold out for Christ, spend my time in ministry just serving. And then God was like, yeah, no, 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 swerve. <laughs> and then <laughs> I met my husband and um, we didn't date or court for a very long time. So there weren't a lot of opportunities for us to get into, you know, situations where we felt like you compromised, like we compromised or we were uncomfortable. There were times when, based on how we are raised in our community, Jamaican community, and how we do church, <clears throat> um, things, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> We are we hold ourselves to a very high standard when it comes to living holy lives, righteous lives. So there are situations that we don't put ourselves in for sake for to avoid compromising our our walk with God. And my husband is very much that kind of a, a believer. He's very he holds himself to a very high standard when it comes to living as God has called him to. And I feel like. He, him being the person that he is made it so much easier for me when we started dating. You know, I didn't feel like, you know, there was any pressure for me to, to, we, we can use the word sexual on him someday. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't any pressure for me to, you know, engage in anything sexual or anything like that. We actually spent a lot of time alone together. And we never, f I, there was no pressure for, say, oh, I wonder if I'm doing something wrong. Or, I remember one time, he loves the, the beach, he loves being on the beach. And I remember one time we were at the beach together and, you know, we we're just sitting and talking and holding hands. And I was like, um, is it going to start getting weird after this? You know, we're at the beach, it's evening, so the sun is setting and all that, and it's about, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> so you're it, it's it's a nice setting so you're wondering all right is is it standards gonna start you know getting uncomfortable and it never did it never did and like i said i think a big part of it for me is him being who he is because i never grew up saved i spent most of my adult life in the world so a lot of the things that I came into were new to me so I was just learning what it meant to you know be a true child of God what it meant to serve God in every single aspect not just you know going to church and fellowshipping with believers but living an actual 
life that reflects Christ. So I didn't have prior knowledge on a lot of things. And, you know, I think God just worked it out perfectly for me to find somebody who was so, I don't want to say strict, someone who was so faithful in his walk with Christ and didn't want anything at all to come to, to you know, cause any rift between his relationship with God. And so I was able to follow his lead in that, in that area of our life. And yeah, so we never really had that opportunity had that, or any, you know. It, it just never got there, mm. never got there. We, we <coughs> did a couple things. We went out, we went to the beach, we had fun with, you know, went for long drives and stuff like that but we talked about hard stuff but there was just no we didn't leave the door open for sin to come in if you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> alright my face is going to get me now we are back we're back yes we're back <laughs> so um I am listening to you and I'm realizing that there is kind of a difference because for me, I was born and raised in the church. I got baptized at the age of eight and I've been going through it ever since. It's always been no sex before marriage. It's always been me going through high school and, you know, guys coming to me or talking to me. And trying to sweet talk me, but me saying no because my mother said, <laughs> "As a Christian, you cannot do that." Yeah, my mom <laughs> said, "I can't do that." Like as as a child of God, <laughs> I can't do that. And then I, I guess you you come to a certain age, like I'm 22 right now, and then I, I come to a certain age, and it's just. I don't know, I don't know how to put it into words, but it's just like, it feels like things are catching up. It's kind of like a biological clock, clock is ticking. You know, kind of like saying, I didn't get to, I didn't engage in any type of things, any type of thing back then or anything. And I kind of like had strict, you know, parenting, and... strict parenting, um, just knew that no sex before marriage, but then you'll come to a certain age where you, your faith is being tested and you're going out into the world more to experience things as you're growing and you're seeing more things on social media. You're hearing more things out in the it's, music. It's in your face Yeah, now. it's we all in your face. And so I wonder... I know it's not just me, but like... <laughs> There's just, like, I just hear a slight difference because, not really slight, but there is a difference because for me, I, I've never had those experiences and I've never been out there or anything like that. So you come to a certain age and it's just like, all right, so. What am I really missing? Yeah. <laughs> You're not missing nothing. <laughs> You're not right. missing anything. But <laughs> but to to be, I think a big part of, what we are trying to do as children of God is serve God mm -hmm. and to do as he has called us to do, to live holy lives, to live lives that are pleasing to him, to, you know, be, be set apart. And in being those things or in, in desiring to be those things, there are certain things that 
we just cannot do yeah. or should not do. And whether you were in the world having sex before you became a Christian or you have stayed pure throughout your journey as a child of God, the things of the world are always going to be there. They're always going to be in your face. So it, it comes down to what you desire more. Mm -hmm. Do you desire to serve God with all of your being? Or do you desire to test the water? <laughs> let me, let me, let, let me, me just. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to be clear. I, 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 I've done, I've done nothing. I'm just saying. I'm just kind of playing the, the, the lack of a better terms. I don't want to say devil's advocate, but. You just said it. I, I know, but like, I'm just saying. I'm asking because I'm seeing the difference. And sis, like. As as it's, it's out there in social media, the pressure is getting worse. <laughs> so, so I'm just asking because I know I'm not the only one who's no, been I'm... serving and you know kept themselves pure. But then you get to a certain age where your body's no experiencing different things, and you're you're wondering what is going on. Uh, I to to pick up on something that you said in the podcast. Um, last episode um, what do you do when you're aroused because now you understand what it means to be aroused you understand what it means for things that you see to cause a certain biological reaction those all of those things are natural and normal right. and they're going to happen and I feel like we struggle with it more when we are trying to avoid it True. <laughs> we struggle with it more when we're trying to avoid it. And like you said in, in the last episode, just embrace the fact that you were made by a God who put all of these things in you. He made sure that you had these desires because he said, okay, you're going to need that when you get married. So <laughs> this is what it is. This is what it feels like. Yeah, don't use it right now, but <laughs> just so you know, it's there. And, and and at the end of the day, that's really what it is. You are going to have these desires. You are going to become aroused by things and things that you see, things that you hear. But you have to kind of just pull on what is most important right. to you, for you. Understand? And just recognize that the word of God never lies. And if God reminds us in his word that our bodies are his temple. Right. And if we're going to worship God in spirit and in truth, it means that even our bodies are going to have to submit. submit. That's true. Yeah. I had something to say. You forgot. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> brain not braining. Please come back. <laughs> it was important. <gasps> It'll come back. All right, I'll, I'll just leave that. Hopefully it comes back. But there's one, there's, there's this thing that I've, I myself, I've thought about it and I've wondered, like, as a Christian, is this it? Or should I or should I not? Like, is it right? Because, like, it's not talked about in the pulpit. We're not told what to do. All right, now I remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> It comes down to boundaries, 
right. um, setting boundaries for yourself and realizing what it is that you should do, what you shouldn't do, and prioritizing your relationship with Christ, knowing that, all right, I want to serve as a living sacrifice. I want my body to be a temple, so it's a no for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, to what I was going to say, <laughs> it comes back to a thought. You decide, all right, all right, I'm not going to have sex, but what about sex toys? <laughs> not that I believe. <laughs> But like I can I <laughs> let me share my story where that is concerned. All right. <laughs> this is really calling for some rawness. <laughs> um my friend who I met shortly before I got saved. Very strong woman of God, very yeah, <laughs> she she was encouraging me at the time to you know give my life to God and just part of the reason why you're struggling so much is because you know there's a call on your life and you know she was just encouraging me and I got saved. <laughs> I got saved and like I said I didn't know what to expect mm-hmm. when you know. When you come into Christ, having been in the world when you come into Christ, unless you are, you know, at the moment when you are saved, unless everything just falls on you right then and there, you're going to have to do some little learning. <laughs> you're going I'm, st- I'm learning. <laughs> you're going to have to learn, sis. As you walk, you're going to have to learn. And as saying all of that to say, I got saved and um, she... For, for I think it was some holiday coming up or something, and she got me a gift. Ah. <laughs> okay. She got me. A, <laughs> she got me a gift for the holiday, and I think she's she was trying to be helpful, in terms of making sure that I did not go back on my commitment to serve God. So she got me a gift, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, cool, thank you, appreciate it. But I wasn't sure what, how to navigate being a child of God and bringing this gift into. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening. Bringing this gift into this new life. I think she probably got it for me before I got saved, and then yeah, yeah she she wanted me to not have to compromise, you know. So she probably got it for me before. So. As I got saved and as I'm, you know, learning about Christ and all of those things, and I was wondering, how do I navigate this new walk with this thing? And Why are you calling it a thing? Because what is thing? Right. It's a thing. It's, it's not a nothing. Bruh. Anyway, so she got she got it for me, and I was really just. I think what we, what I now understand it to be is seeking God for an appropriate response. How do I behave now that I'm a child of God? And I never used it. It just never felt, you know, it just never feel, you know? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it just didn't feel 
like something that I should be participating in right. as a child of God. And I'm not going to say it should be left up to everybody's conviction because different strokes are different folks. But I <laughs> believe that if you truly desire to serve God with all of your being, if there's something that makes you think twice as it relates to how you serve God, ask the Holy Spirit for guidance. Facts. And he going to tell you. Facts. And That's what I did. And he said no. <laughs> <laughs> like, for, but I remember a, a, a preacher mentioned it one time. A visiting preacher that we had mentioned it one yeah, time to he, say, he you know, if that. if you have to engage in something like that, then it means that I don't remember what he said. What did he say? I don't remember exactly. But he he spoke about it, and that was the first time I was hearing someone on the pulpit mention sex toys and um i was shocked bruh. i was blown away i texted you <laughs> <laughs> i texted you like bruh. what but it, it it should be left up to the leading of the holy spirit and if it is that it to me is a control thing if you can't control your thoughts and your your body's desires and put them under submission submission to walk in the will of god then something right hmm. that just reminds me of another episode like how do i know that i'm walking in the will of god but different story for a different time yeah we'll we'll have to do that a different because <laughs> this one is hard enough <laughs> but yeah that's how I, that's what i think if if it is something that you're not comfortable if it's something that is giving you second thoughts seek the holy spirit and if you've gone ahead and bought it and kind of feeling guilty, that's a sign, sis. Or bro. Oh, bro. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Holy Spirit will definitely tell you. And it's up to us. It's funny because God speaks in different ways. So you just have to know how God speaks to you and to know what he's saying to you everybody's experience is gonna be different because who knows maybe like carisha you haven't had experience and even the thought of something like that you're gonna be like eh. yeah now it's kind of weird so it's, it's gonna be different <laughs> for everybody trust the holy spirit yeah. So, what else did you talk about on your last podcast? Um, that kind of—that's kind of like the crux, the crux, crux of the matter, the crux of everything. Yeah. I think my encouragement to everyone is: once you desire Christ more than you desire anything else that mm -hmm. is of this world, then the rest of it kind of falls into place. That's true. I'm looking for the scripture that talks about making your body. I, I don't, I'm not sure exactly. Is it in Corinthians? The temple? Don't you know that your body is a temple? Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But like, there is no like written out part of scripture that says don't use one sex tie. <laughs> or. There is, if you think about it, not everything is, is explicitly written in scripture. Yeah. You have to just read the word and apply it where necessary. 
there is nothing that talks about sex toys, but there's something that tells us that our bodies are the temple of Christ and we should honor him with it. So if participating in extramarital activities like sexual pleasure of yourself, are you honoring Christ that way? <laughs> it's first Corinthians six verse nineteen. Are you? Huh? Are you? Am I what? Honoring Christ that way. What? I'm just asking. <laughs> Fam. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna read from I guess I'll have to read from twelve. Eh, should I? Uh, probably. Let's see it in this one. Because it normally has the little study notes at the oh, bottom. Oh, you want the study notes? Just in case it says anything that, you know, might help. Friend, your Bible is... um <laughs> All written up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> at least you'll be studying. Okay, so 1 Corinthians 6, 12 to 20. I have the right to do anything, <coughs> you say. <laughs> Paul, <laughs> why is Apostle Paul doing this? Drake. But not everything is beneficial. Ooh. I have to, the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. You say, food for the stomach and the stomach for food. And God will destroy them both. The body, however, is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord. And the Lord for the body. By his power, God raised the Lord from the dead, and he will raise us also. So do you not know that or your bodies are members of Christ himself? Shall I then take the members of Christ and unite them with a prostitute? Yo, God. Ooh. And then he says, never. never. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you not know that he who unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in body? Ooh. For it is said, the two will become one flesh. But whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. 18 says, flee from sexual immorality. All other sins. A person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. Mm -hmm. You were bought at a price. Mm -hmm. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. <laughs> Paul just came through with it. Oh, I, like, I, have, <laughs> I have the right to do anything you say. That's what you said. Um, verse 15, something that stood out to me. It says, do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ himself? Shall I then take the members of Christ and unite them with prostitute? Never. Was that it? Do you not know that? Mm. For it is said, the two will become one flesh. I'm just... What came to mind as you were reading that, it says the word, the word prostitute is used there. And 
we can take it literally to mean um, uniting with a prostitute, but we can also think of the word prostitute figuratively and kind of marry it to anything that is impure. Anything that is unclean sexually. I never thought of that. Uh, yeah, it just came to me. I never <laughs> thought of it either. Okay, Holy Spirit. <laughs> so that 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 just came out to me just now. Because in in the in the literal sense of the word, we might think prostitute and say, Oh, it's, it's a female yeah. and um but in the sense as it is written here, prostitute can mean anything that you desire more than than God. Than God. Draped. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Um get it? Yeah, yeah, you can. Um I just want to say like how many times have we said that we have the right to do anything? That's what you thought. That's that's kind of like how the world is right now. Yeah. You remember when YOLO came out? YOLO. You only live once. Kind of just think. But you only die once too. Bruh. <laughs> but that's kind of how a lot of us are, a lot of people think. You know, I have, that's, that's kind of like the nature of the world that we live in now. You know, it's all about you doing what feels good for you. Um, there's so many, like if you're on social media, I've limited my social media. Um, yeah, because, bruh. <laughs> but every person, every post, everything that you, you run into these, these days, it's talking about, you know, self-gratification. It's all about you doing what feels right to you, um, caring about yourself, mm. you know, making sure you put yourself first, you're number one. And there's nothing wrong. Nothing wrong because to some extent we have to take care of ourselves. You have to. Because people will run you over, run you dry, suck you dry, everything. The next topic. <laughs> but we can't be selfish, especially as children of God. Because that's not what he laid out for us. Exactly. And we might think we're being, you know, self-serving, protecting ourselves from other people. But we fail to realize that once we start isolating ourselves from people, we also limit our opportunity to minister to others, to have others minister to us. Right. To learn from others because we don't know it all. I definitely don't. Mm -hmm. I started this podcast as God just draping me up. So yeah, it's important to take care of yourself, but it's also important to leave room for the Holy Spirit to use people to help you to grow. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's people that you don't expect. Bruh. As I sit here right now beside her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So back to the, the topic. Sexual desire? Yeah. Yeah. We all have it. <laughs> we all have it. We all gonna have it. You're not alone. As long as you're living and breathing, you gonna have it. We can't turn the switch off. You don't want to do that either. I remember our apostle um, giving us an example of someone who was struggling with sexual desires and having, you know, just gotten to 
the point of frustration, the person prayed and said, Lord, just take this away from me. And you're like, yeah, don't do that either. Yeah, I you remember don't some, I, I, I mentioned that in my last episode when someone told me that if you're struggling sexually, just pray and ask God to remove it. And me with my little self when I understand. <laughs> yeah, no, don't want to do that. Woo! Everything in, in the body of Christ has its purpose. Everything in your body has its purpose. And if God made you with a desire for sex, it's because you don't need it. Don't ask God to take that away. Just like you wouldn't ask God to take your hand away because you need that, fam. No? Yeah, you need it. Yeah, even though the Bible says you have no family and much left off, but that's a different story. That's a whole thing. Why would you keep on doing a different story? I don't know. Okay, I wanted to find the thing that... Okay, so this is Paul again, because Paul talks about... It seems like Paul... To me, Paul I low-key feel like, lo, like Paul was going through his own sexual things. Paul was going through a lot. Like, you have to experience things to be able to talk about it. True. And then the people that he was talking to were having a lot of issues with sexual immorality. Yeah. Guys. He got tired. <laughs> Paul was at... So, <laughs> in the next chapter, chapter 7, Paul talks about it concerning married people. Mm-hmm. And then he talks about it concerning unmarried people. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, I don't know if I should read all of it. Because that's the whole married section is like a whole, that's it's a, a whole bo- thing. Bruh. But right now, <laughs> I think I should just go on to the unmarried people. Because we're talking about that. Like, not, you know, not that so, but like... Singles. (sighs) Now to the unmarried. So this is 1 Corinthians 7, verse 8. Mm -hmm. And the widows, I say, it is good for them to stay unmarried as I do. So Paul was... Celibate. Yes, Paul was a changed man. No, thank you. (laughs) But... (laughs) If they cannot control themselves, talking about the entire passion thing that you were talking about, Mm -hmm. they should marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. But people normally just talk about the stay unmarried part, Mm. which he actually gives a solution. Like I've heard someone preach before and they were talking about them staying celibate because they don't think they need to, which, you know, to each their own. But, like, what? Did I say what? <laughs> What's wrong? Like, what, what, what about the people who are burning with passion? And no matter how they pray, no matter how they're fasting and trying, it's just one of those things that it's just there because... They don't have the full... I don't know. Do you have a desire to be married? Me? Yeah. Of course. Okay. But like... Me not talk about just me. But that's what it comes down to. It, if, if it is that someone chooses to stay unmarried like Paul did, mm-hmm. then that's their choice and that's, that's what the Holy Spirit has led them to do. But if you have a true desire for marriage and to... to be engaged with your partner sexually, why would you suffer yourself through a life of, of, of singleness just because? Bro, 
What about people? Okay. I hear you. <laughs> but what about people who they don't necessarily feel like they want to get married? But they're feeling the passion. Ladies and gentlemen, you have a problem. What are you you have to you have to it comes back down to desire. You have to know what you want. You want. What do you truly desire? What does the Holy Spirit have in store for you? Like what what are his plans? Ask God. Seek the Lord. Lord, I have a desire to stay single, but I want to have sex. How do I navigate this? I'm sure he's going to tell us. Pick one. Huh? <laughs> For real. You have to you have to desire God's full. What does he want for you? Bro, that's the next episode. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, for we real. We keep <laughs> going back there. So, I think the Holy Spirit is telling us exactly where to go. The next episode, desire for God. Yeah. Okay. Does my desire align with God's? What does he really want for me? Are you writing down these questions? Huh? <laughs> sure it will stay there yeah so do you want to end this podcast and yeah we it? can end this one because i feel like we've kind of covered quite a few things uh, yeah mm-hmm. so it comes back to desire desiring what god wants for you and knowing what you want from your do relationship you want... with god yeah mm-hmm. do you want to stick it out with god do you want to test the waters and <laughs> And keep going to God for repentance. And then that's the hard part because, like, we know that God forgives us. Yeah. But if you keep going back, do you truly desire forgiveness? Or you just want to make the same mistake over and over? Like, God's got me. And He talks about this. Don't take your freedom for granted. Mm -hmm. Not because I'm going to forgive you, it doesn't mean that you keep coming back to me and saying, God. I'm doing the same thing. You're not learning, fam. <laughs> God. Oh, my goodness. I guess, I, I don't remember the analogy I used, but it's kind of like you're helping someone, and each time you help them, they mess up, and then... It's like the, the pig in the mud story. I've never heard that story. You've never heard the pig in the mud story? No. All right, so you know pigs love the mud, mm-hmm. and so... This farmer, you know, loves his pig. He wants the pig to be a, a house pig. So he washes him off. Want <laughs> house pig? Yeah, it happens. Okay. So he takes him out of the mud. He washes him off. And he, you know, shoes him inside. But no sooner than he's inside for a little while, he comes back out and goes... In the mud. In the mud, because that's, that's what pigs do. Yeah. We're not calling you a pig. We're using an analogy. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> Using an analogy to say, don't use your freedom and the grace and the mercy that God gives to you for granted. Don't take, he doesn't like that. The Holy Spirit, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. It's in scripture, guys. Yeah, the Bible says that. The Bible says that. Yeah. The Bible tells me so. So I'm saying it to you. Yes, Jesus loves you. (laughs) All right, so I think we can end here. Yes. It's good to be here. It was it was good having you. You're gonna make me laugh the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my fault. I'm sorry. 
All right. So I guess we'll close out in prayer. Because mm-hmm. I feel a little draped, you know? Yeah, slightly. But <laughs> I would just have to just, you know. Anyways. You... One thing I think we before you close off, one thing like practical steps for persons who are actively dating and you know not sure. Taking notes. Set boundaries for yourself. Set boundaries. And we're not just using the word boundaries because it can be used, but seriously, set boundaries for yourself. Know what your limits are in terms of don't go to your partner's house and spend ex- spend extended time alone together in situations that you know could lead to sex. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, yeah, set boundaries. And if you if you are in a position where you feel like you're not you're not going to be able to hold out, move. Move where? Somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, physically move your body from the room. <laughs> I don't mean move states. You know, just just come out of the situation. Yeah. Okay, let's pray. Right. Mm. Okay? Uh, Holy Spirit, we thank you. We thank you for being with us. We thank you, thank you for leading this conversation. We thank you, Almighty God, for just having your way in this moment. Father, I pray that everything that we have discussed will actually bring you glory mighty god and that persons will be able to learn and grow from this experience father we thank you for your grace and your mercies have your way today in jesus name i pray amen amen thank you for joining bye, bye. <laughs>